welcome to the Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hi friends, we are back for another episode of the Sensitive and Soulful Show, and we have a great Q&A episode today. So before I dive into this episode, I want to tell you something super exciting. So as of this evening, my newest program, Sensitive and Soulful Self-Worth, is open for enrollment. I am so freaking excited for this program. It is going to be so good. It's the first time I'm offering anything like this. And so if you are a highly sensitive person who has struggled with self-worth, self-confidence, if you're the type of person who's often second-guessing themselves, you're often feeling really insecure and not feeling comfortable to speak up, not feeling like you belong in the room, if this is how you have felt, then this program is literally created for you. So if this is feeling like, oh my gosh, I need to do this, check out my link in the show notes to see what the program is all about. Enrollment will be open from February 1st to February 10th. So definitely get in on that. Like I said, it's the first time I'm offering anything like this and it's going to be so good. So, so good. Okay, so our Q&A session today is all around your questions on self-acceptance as a highly sensitive person. I'm excited to dive into this because it's something I get so passionate about and that's why I really created that program. It's totally along the lines of really having radical self-acceptance. So the first question is how to not feel ashamed of being an HSP. And this question comes from Casey. So this is a really good question. And I think the first thing that we can talk about is how many highly sensitive people carry a lot of shame for their sensitivity. I'd venture to say the majority of us have at one point or another carried a lot of shamefulness around being highly sensitive. And I talk about this all the time and it begs to be repeated. And it's the fact that so many of us grew up not feeling acceptable for being sensitive. Like we didn't see examples of sensitivity being celebrated in society. We always hear sensitivity is a weakness and, you know, that's modeled for us. And so it's totally no wonder we struggle with accepting ourselves. So a lot of us then carry a deep shame for being sensitive because we felt and heard that the way we are, as we are naturally, is wrong and bad and needs to be changed. 
So I, my first thing I'd say here is just to have so much self-compassion for yourself here because it's normal that you might be carrying some shame and it's not yours to carry. What people were saying, what people were projecting onto you, that's their crap and it does not need to be your truth. So for me, I had to move through a lot of the shame I felt for being highly sensitive and one of the, the best things that helped me first and foremost was just learning about the trait. So you all have heard me talk about the book, The Highly Sensitive Person by Dr. Elaine Aaron. I always call it like the HSP Bible. Like it's just so good and so validating and eye-opening. That's such a beautiful way to learn all that there is to know about the trait of high sensitivity. And you know what? Knowledge is power. And so when you learn about where your sensitivity comes from and how high sensitivity has been a part of history. Like seriously, people, the being highly sensitive is not a new thing. It's just a term that has been coined and recently recognized in, in recent years. Like Dr. Elaine Aaron coined the term in the early 1990s. That's why like not many people still know about being a highly sensitive person. But the trait of being highly sensitive and empathetic, that's been around forever. And if you read the book, you'll learn that back in the day, the highly sensitive people were often the advisors to the royals. They were often the healers and the intuitives. Like, highly sensitive people have this ability to sense other people's energies and emotions and moods. And we see the the subtle shifts and we notice the patterns. And so we were very well respected back in the day. And so like for me personally, when I've read all of that, it really started to shift things for me. I'm like, dang, I'm proud to be highly sensitive. Like, that's cool. Like, hello, we make up 15 to 20% of the population. So we are the minority. And I don't know about you, but I like to view that as like, all right, cool. I'm part of this exclusive club. Like not everyone is highly sensitive and there are some really cool benefits to being very sensitive. So knowledge is power. First and foremost, read about it, learn about it and start to embrace that. Hey, this is part of me. And I think once we kind of are doing that type of work, it also helps to be in community with other people. And I feel like I always say this, but it's, it's also very important. It really helps to be around other highly sensitive people and do this deep inner work together. It's so supportive to be in a space where there's other people who are like, oh yeah, that happens to me too. I feel that way too. Oh, this is how I handle X, Y, Z. It's nice to have other people who get it. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, well, I don't have a highly sensitive person community, I've created a lot of things for you. First and foremost, a free option is my free Facebook group. I will have it linked in the show notes here. You can join. It's a really collaborative, sweet community. I absolutely love it. If you want to take it a step further, I always would recommend getting into my programs because there we're going to have even more interaction. My HSP membership will be open later this spring and we have live Zoom calls where we meet up and chat. That's a beautiful way to connect with other HSPs. I also have my self-worth program, which is commencing on February 14th. So that's another way to be in community with other HSPs. So 
There are so many great ways to connect with other HSPs. And the reason why I think this is really helpful for releasing the shame that we once felt is because we are seeing it normalized around us. We are seeing other examples of people who are very similar to us and they they are learning to embrace their sensitivity too. And so it's super empowering to see examples of that, see something different from what we're used to. And from there, then when we're in our normal day-to-day life, when we're dealing with the people who don't necessarily understand our sensitivity, that's often when the shame kind of bubbles up, right? It's like, oh gosh, like, yeah, I feel confident in these other areas of my life. But, you know, when I'm with those loud, (laughs) difficult family members or whatever, I start to feel shameful for my true nature. When you're doing the work on yourself in community and you're learning about your sensitivity, you are really building up your self-confidence in yourself and learning to embrace and accept yourself at your core. And because you're doing that type of inner work, it will start to come out in your daily life. You're going to be feeling more aligned with yourself in general. You're going to be feeling more confident, more self-assured. And naturally, that will come out in the interactions that you have in your life, where it's not going to matter as much with what someone else thinks of you, if they understand you, if they don't understand you, because you're in a place of beginning to really understand and embrace who you are. So um, I would also say definitely check out my podcast episode I did on feeling misunderstood as an HSP because I just feel like that's often very tied into the deep shame that we feel around being sensitive. But those are my suggestions on that question. Okay, the next one comes from an anonymous asker and it is, is it normal for HSPs to be annoyed sometimes at the fact that we're overly sensitive? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, of course. We're human. And sometimes, like, let's be real, being sensitive can be a pain because like I always, not always, but I do sometimes get irritated with myself for being so particular about my sleep because sometimes it is an inconvenience for me. Sometimes it sucks when I go travel away from home and I'm not going to be in my normal space and it's annoying that I can't get the quality of sleep that I want. Or it, you know, it's not my favorite thing that I have to bring my earplugs and bring my eye mask and have all of these things that I need to do in order to like try to sleep well. You know, it's not my favorite thing and I'll be completely honest about that. So yes, of course, it's going to be annoying at times and it's okay. It's all right. You don't have to be like overly positive with ourselves all the time. You know what I mean? Like it's cool to just accept sometimes that like, hey, this is this can be a challenge. <laughs> there are parts of this trait that are not my favorite, that aren't always easy, but that doesn't mean the whole thing isn't great. I know like no matter who a person is, there are going to be things that are um, annoying to you or things that you wish sometimes we're a little bit different. And I just want to normalize that. Like we can have radical self-acceptance and we can also acknowledge that like, mm, there isn't, there's some parts that are not always my favorite. Like I know people, for instance, who to me, I'm like, oh, they always seem to like know what they want and they're not afraid to speak up. And they, you know, they just say what's whatever's on their mind. But I've heard from those same people that sometimes they suffer from saying way too much and then regretting what they said. They're like, crap, why did I say that? That was that I should have just kept my mouth shut. But they're just like so used to just like, 
being outspoken and saying the thing. So my point in sharing that example is like, I think no matter who you are, we're going to have parts of our personality or parts of us that can sometimes be not our favorite, kind of be an annoyance to us. And it's okay. We can accept ourselves. We can love ourselves. We can be kind of shrug and laugh it off and be like, yeah, whatever. Just part of me being me. It's okay. It's all good. Okay. And then the last question we have here today is also from an anonymous source. And they asked, how can we learn to get better at self-acceptance? So I love that this has really been the focus of today's episode. And you know what I want to say on this? I want to bring in your inner child. I want you to take a moment now. And if it's safe to do so, if you're not driving, if you're not operating machinery, like my gosh, do not do not do this unless you are safe to close your eyes. So I want you to close your eyes and I want you to take a deep breath in and put your hand on your chest. And I want you to bring to mind the child version of you. Think of a version of you, maybe you were five years old, seven years old, four years old. Just bring that version of you to mind now. And ask this version of you, what did you need to hear? What did you need to hear at this age? What were you yearning for at this age? Was it more play? Was it more attention? Was it more love? What did that younger version of you really want? I want you to just take some time and and just feel into this, the energy of this younger version of you. And I want you to remember that this young version of you, this is you. You just grew up. But at your core, at your essence, your soul, you have been the same. And I find that as kids, we are our truest, most authentic selves. We are just us. We're just connected to who we truly are. And then as we get older... We hear things from society and we have different ways of being modeled to us and shown as the right way to be. And we start to step away from, from that child version of us, that from that true essence of us. And we forget who we even are, what we even like, what makes us happy. And we start to deny that child, that true essence part of us. And we feel disconnected from who we truly are. And we, we reject ourselves over and over again. Oh, I'm too sensitive. Oh, I'm too emotional. Ugh, why can't I just be like everyone else? And it's no wonder we have felt that way because of how we have been conditioned. But I want you to get into the practice of reconnecting to that child, the, to the inner child. Oh. There's my cat. (laughs) I want you to practice getting in touch with that version of you and 
remembering what they needed to hear and remembering that that soul, that essence, that is always part of you. And when we're denying ourselves, when we're wishing that we were different, when we were when we're trying to change to fit in, we're really denying that child, that inner child. And that's sad. Like when you when you closed your eyes and you got in touch with the child version of you, like I don't know, doesn't it make you kind of soften towards yourself and realize like, oh wow, like I'm a sweet person. I do deserve to be happy. I do deserve to be loved. And so that's my answer to the question on how can we get better at self-acceptance is to start getting connected with yourself at your true essence and have a softening and a compassion towards yourself. Try to be gentle with yourself. A lot of times the the mean things that we say to ourselves and the ways we deny ourselves aren't really our own voice. It's really just what we heard growing up. It's what we saw around us. And so we've just kind of absorbed that and taken it on as our own truth. And so my invitation to you is really to get back in touch with that inner child version of you and just, yeah, just be very loving and compassionate. Because I find that when we're in alignment with what with our true selves and we we're connected to our true essence we can't help but accept ourselves like it just we just are and it just we're just happy to be who we are and i'm not saying it's like an overnight thing like it takes time but this this is one pathway you can get to really you can really take to get to a place of deep self-acceptance unshakable self-acceptance and like I said at the beginning I have my self-worth program starting in February you can enroll from February 1st to February 10th and within the program I have a whole section where we're really going to be going into the inner child work and we're really going to be working on having more compassion for ourselves and working through the shame and working through some of our traumas and getting to a place where we do fully accept and embrace who we are. So if this is something that's hard for you, that's sticky, that you really are desiring guidance on, I would highly recommend getting into this program and using this roadmap that I have created for you with other HSPs so that you can be on this journey with others who get it. Because being in community, doing this work with other people is so huge. And when we have a radical self-acceptance, when we know that we are worthy exactly as we are, as highly sensitive people, take it or leave it, this is us. Like when we have that energy, I promise you like the rest of your life opens up in such a beautiful way. So I feel so passionate about this and I just hope that all of the the answers I've shared today uh, served you and help you to feel more supported and just less alone on this journey because you are so not alone. So I'm excited to catch up with you next week and I hope you are all doing well and I'm sending you so much love. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.